Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, Saints. Good evening. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, yes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can everybody hear me clearly? Amen. I was having some complications with my phone earlier this week, and I just want to make sure that everybody can hear me clearly. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Good evening, saints, and welcome to Personal Church International Ministries Women's Bible Study. I am your hostess of the night, Sister D. Evans, and I want to again say thank you and God bless you to all those who choose to fellowship with us on this call tonight. My topic of tonight is who are you edifying and why? I want to open up my topic with a short, brief prayer. And that prayer is, Lord, I just ask that you use me any way you see fit for the edification of your word. Amen. I would like to share with you all the definition of edifying. It means to improve or instruct someone morally or intellectually or improve them spiritually. So in order to edify, you must first go through a process of edification yourself to proceed further. In Romans 14 and 19, it states, Therefore let us follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. This scripture also referenced back to my last topic of sharing your gift but most importantly, pursuing a peace that comes from God. And true edification will bring you peace, saints. We also learned that edification is a vocal gift designed for inspiration to build up the total church of God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Colossians 3 and 16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell one another in psalms and in hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. We understand that this gift can function two ways, through speaking and singing. We also understand that this gift is to edify God and to strengthen the speaker. Therefore, have been there have been many times people have misused their edification, to praise themselves. So my topic is to shed light on the edification purpose and to ask yourself, 
who are you edifying and why? Any questions or comments? Amen. Just continue to teach. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 5 and 19 states, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. We all know that there is life and death in the power of the tongue. This gift should not be neglected, but it can also lay dormant within a person. For example, and I'm going to use myself, when I first joined the body of Christ, I saw church people, and I'm saying it strongly, I saw church people who were members for 5, 10, 30 years, gossiping, backbiting, selling drugs, you name it, I saw it. And it made me, as a, as, a, as a newcomer, as a milk drinker, it made me very angry. It made me very disgruntled, and it discouraged me from wanting to participate actively in the body of Christ. And I refused to allow God to edify me for any purpose. And I, and I was one of those people who went to church faithfully and religiously. I did everything else except I wouldn't engage in, in, in things that would edify God. And that was very vain of me, and that was very selfish of me because I wasn't used properly. And, and God wasn't getting any glory out of my life. I just went to church and took up a seat and, and listened, but I wasn't taking it in, and I wasn't being developed for God's purpose. But... um. I prayed and I cried about that thing because I needed to have a God experience and I needed God to move my heart because I didn't want to be like that. I didn't want to be one of those people who, who went to church and had a reprobate civil for a heart. I, I just didn't have a desire to have that because I didn't want to die and go to hell. I, I And I was very adamant about that thing and it took a lot out of me because God knew what it took to break me. So he allowed me to go through that process so he can get glory out of my life. So I went through that process, and, and, and I thank God for even right now as we speak. So the thing that I cried and I prayed and I fasted for, God, uh, he did that thing in my life because that's what I desired, and, and he edified me. And um, he began to speak life into me, and that allowed me to be able to speak life in other believers and into their hearts and their minds so they can see that somebody like me could be used by Christ as well as they self could be used by Christ. And I felt empowered with God's spirit, and I and I knew that there was a change in me because I no longer was able to be influenced by what I saw because I didn't want to be a part of what I saw. I wanted to be better than what I saw because I knew that people were watching me, and that's part of the process of edification because you need to be what God needs you to be, what not what people want you to be, but what God needs you to be for others. And so that was a very important and turning part in my life because I knew that I wanted God to see me because no matter how much I try to lie to other people, God knew my heart. And that's one thing that I and I learned and I learned it the hard way, but it was also easy for me to, to process that. And then I said, God, I never want you to to see me in, 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 in disbelief or in unbelief. I just want you to see me and use me. So when he changed my heart and he changed my mind, he changed my spirit. So and and I was grateful for that. So when he did all of that, he used me to edify his church. So thanks, I want to tell you that in the Bible, in Romans 15 and 2, it states, let each of us please his neighbor for his good 
leading to edification. We all have a task of edifying Christ and to practice unselflessness to relieve our brothers and sisters of their burdens. And when we practice this unselflessness for the opportunity to grow the body of Christ, to be sensitive to those who are new to the faith and also to those who are more spiritually mature so that we ourselves can be spiritually mature. Any questions or comments? Because I just have uh, uh, one question here. I, I missed the part where you say you. I know I heard you when you say that you were just a um, church goer, faithfully going to church, Amen. But not really mm-hmm. taking anything in. What changed that, Amen? Could you go through that part again? What changed that that you, Amen, was able to get in a position where the Lord can now use you for the edification of the church? Well, what changed it? I was going. I was going to so many. Churches, I was, but I wasn't going individually. I was going with my pastor and other members of the church. We were, we were fellowship with other church families, and and I would see the spirit of God moving in, in other people, and you know, and then it, and it, and I was like, I, I want to be like that. That's how I want to be, Lord. And I kept looking at everybody that that I knew that had the glory of God in their life, and I could see, like, I could see their Jesus. And that was the one thing that gave me that hope and that faith that made me want to change who I was. Because like I stated, I was just sitting in that pew just taking up a spot for somebody who could have been you. So when I saw other people who were truly engaged in Christ, who was who was there for my edification, that's what changed me. So when I saw that, I wanted to be changed. I said, Lord, I, I want to be like them. Which is, in all honesty, I wanted to be like Jesus because I knew that Jesus mm-hmm. was perfect. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the, when I saw other members of the body of Christ being who they were called to be, that inspired me. That made me want to change my life because I knew that I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go another year. I, to be honest with you, I didn't want to go another day feeling like I felt because I knew that I didn't come into the body of Christ to just sit there and do nothing and to act very holier than thou. I, I, I tell everybody all the time, I, I should be a self-righteous sinner. Because, nope, I can't do this, and I can't do that. And I didn't want to see the that proof and still have a, a self-righteous sinner mind state. I wanted to be a Christian. I didn't just want to call myself one. I really wanted to be one. Amen. Thanks. We are to build up this body in Christ and demonstrate it in love, in encouragement, through joy, and through our difficulty. The Bible states in John 12 and 32, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. This scripture provides the basic foundation for the purpose of edification. We are not to edify ourselves, but God alone. Saints, you must know that God not only gave us righteousness, but power and authority to cast any demon back to the pits of hell. The gift of edification in you is not a selfish gift and not used to benefit you, but for others to see Christ in you and to be a disciple as stated in Matthew 16 and 24. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself 
and take up his cross and follow me. Hallelujah and praise the Lord. And that statement was very, very true to me, and that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a, a disciple for Christ. And I knew with that with that selfish mindset that I couldn't be a, a disciple of Christ. I couldn't follow Christ. I couldn't lead anybody to Christ. I wasn't even leading myself the right way. Nevertheless, my kids, so I, I made a decision to change. But once you make that decision to change and you give it to God, and that's when you let you take up your Christ and you follow. You you take up your cross and you follow Christ, and that's the one thing that I decided to do: take up my cross and follow Christ, because I knew I wasn't living right, even though I thought that I was living right. Edification was given by the promise of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians four through five states: There is one body and one spirit, as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. And this shared belief unites all members in the body of Christ to submit to God our salvation for a heavenly destination. Any questions or comments, Saint? My topic asks, who are you edifying and why? We saw the true purpose of edification in, ch- in chapter 2 of Acts. When the 120 were in the upper room, the different tongues spoke, lifted life that day. That day, 3,000 were added. And I don't know about anybody else, but I've probably seen 3,000 people, but I don't know them offhand, and I don't know if my life will ever allow 3,000 people to be added at once, but I know that 120 was the true Pentecost, and it helped add to the body of Christ, and it has been adding to the body of Christ that day forward. Just because they wanted to be edified and they was on one accord with God. Lydia was a woman who misused her gift and edified the devil to enlarge his crew. But after meeting Paul, she was rebuked. God opened up her heart so that she can worship him in spirit and in truth. God did not allow Paul to command those demons to leave if he did not have a greater purpose for Lydia's life. There are many people whom we know that will rather pass God by than to receive his benefits, his blessings, and his healing. The why of this topic is to explain why it is important to edify God. I have nine reasons for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and to acknowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, but speaking the truth in love. Amen. And all of this is paraphrased. When the Lord intervenes in our lives, we should be overjoyed to spread the gospel. Our testimony, whether it be good or bad, should strengthen us but most importantly, edify Christ. 1 Corinthians 8 and 11 states, Now concerning things offered to idols, we know that all 
that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. First Peter 4 and 8 states, And above all things, have favorite charity among yourself. For charity shall cover a multitude of sins. And everybody know that charity is love. When we edify Christ, you put out the old man. You renew the spirit of your mind. You put on the new man, which is after God, created in righteousness and true holiness, paraphrased from Ephesians 4 through 12, 4, 12 through 24. We edify Christ for those unbelievers who have submitted to sin and who are morally insensitive to right and wrong. Edification is a process that will strengthen you for the work of God. Not only is God lifted up, but you are also morally lifted to withstand battles when you feel all alone. Back in Corinthians 10 and 8 states, For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification and not for destruction, I should not be ashamed. Any questions or comments? Amen, amen, saints. You know, I'm just enjoying the teaching tonight because, you know, you're saying the edification of Christ. You know, when you're trying to do things on your own, you know, never get anywhere. You just stay right down and run. And, I, Amen. you know, that's, the teaching tonight have touched my soul because I was once a person in a rut, and, I, and I'm now I'm better because, you know, I used to go through things, and I used to have to call a specific saint to get through it because, I didn't know where to move forward, and she said, you just got to stop trying to do it yourself and start reading mm-hmm. and teaching and learning the word of God and, and live, eat, and breathe that thing, and God will give you the understanding that you need to get you through the situations that you're going through. And I just thank mm-hmm. and praise God for you tonight, Saint. Amen. Thank you, and praise the Lord for you just sharing your testimony because, once again, that testimony won't for you. It was to edify somebody on this line who was listening. Amen, saints. Is anybody else who is willing to share? Because, you know, we all are overcome by each other's testimonies, and iron definitely sharpens iron. I'm I'm so glad that I choose this topic, and it had been in my spirit and it had been in my mind for at least a couple of weeks. And I and I kept saying and and and. and who are we edifying, and why are we edifying? And if and if somebody asks us why are we edifying Christ, we had better not quote something else that we heard somebody else say. We have to quote what uh, affirmation of scripture from the Bible that we know that we can stand on it, we can trust God for, because God said His word will never return unto Him void. So we have to take these scriptures and apply them to our life, and and live, breathe, and sleep with these scriptures, knowing that God is who he said he is in our life. That's one way to edify for to edify God in our life, by just memorizing his word, writing it down in our hearts and never forgetting it. And when we are weak, using his word and giving it back to him and, and asking God, God, I need you to live on that promise because he'll do just what he said he would do. 
because he is not a man that he should lie. Amen. 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 Uh, Amen. Edifying the word of God. Amen. Not just only just being able to quote the word of God and recite the word of God. Amen. Living this word of God. Amen. Amen. Being able to not just let your light so shine, but being able to let your life portray the word of God is edifying. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it edifies Christ Jesus as well as those that can see through spiritual discernment that Christ Jesus is being edified in your life. And the thing thing is with that edifying, we as as believers, saints, whatever you want to call call it, we have to understand that when we choose to accept the word of God, in our heart, in our mind, spirit, soul, and allow it to transform and control these bodies of ours, then we are beginning to live a spiritual life here on this earth. Amen? And and we're beginning to exemplify then who we really are in the spirit realm down here. That's edification also. Edification. Amen. amen. We, we begin to... See the light. The light begins to shine. We begin to draw people. We begin to allow our, you know, we we don't we're no longer selfish. We're no longer dependent upon our own source, our own need, our own way of doing things. Because when we begin to edify Christ Jesus in our lives, so that others can see, Amen. I tell you, the Spirit of the Lord begins to move. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord begins to show up and show out. He begins to make himself known. Amen. Because he begins to draw people, I'll put it like this, into the boundaries of his will. Because Jesus Amen. said, you know, that no man coming to the Father except he be drawn. Amen. And it's a privilege and an honor to every believer, amen, that is a believer when they're drawn, amen, to the Father through Christ Jesus. So edifying, edifying, you know, what's in us, which should be Christ Jesus, goes a long ways in salvation. Matter of fact, it'll take us home. It'll take Mm -hmm. us back to where we originally started out at. (laughs) Amen. So I've enjoyed enjoyed what I've heard you say. Amen. Mm -hmm. But I would like Mm -hmm. to ask you a question because you had mentioned – you had mentioned the cross. Explain, explain to the to the hearers what do you mean by a cross? Because see, a lot of people don't understand that their life, this life that we are living, this life that you're living individually, this thing called life is like a battlefield. It is your battle. It is your test. It is your trial. It is your way of edifying Christ Jesus down here on this earth, and it's mm-hmm. called life. So, so that 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 cross that you're referring to, share with the saints what your cross is. What do you mean by that cross? Because see, everybody knows the story about Jesus and him going to you know Calvary's cross, carrying that cross of his neck. But do they really understand what that cross represented? Do they really know what the cross really meant? Amen. And they really understand and know that when we're called into salvation, amen, by the Father, 
through his son Jesus, that we too must bear the cross. And that cross that we bear is our will. That's our cross, giving up our Amen. will. Amen. 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 And, 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 and with that being said, Apostle, my cross was everything about me, everything of me that wasn't like Christ. And and I picked up that cross because I wanted to be a duplicate of Christ. I wanted to look in the mirror and be happy with me. I wanted to see what God saw in me. So I picked up my cross, which was everything, all my unbelief, all my worries, all my cares that came from the world. I picked up my cross because I knew that once I laid that cross back down, I was landing at the foot of God. Because I knew that I was getting something in return that I, I that I I was never going to have to pick back up again. So my cross is everything that was burdening me, every every worry, every every fear that I had in me. That was my cross, and I decided that I wanted to carry this cross to Christ because I knew that He had something greater in store for me. So that was my cross. I don't know any. Somebody individually may have their own story and their own cross, but that was my cross for me. Everything in me that wasn't like Christ. Amen, sis. And you better believe that that's that's all our other, all our crosses. Also, we too. It may not be in the order you called it out in, but if we in this thing called life, it is the exact same thing. And like I said, and we we toil with that thing. You know, a lot of us just don't understand the fact that we need to cast our cares upon him, for he cares for us. The word of God is right. God has a word and his word, amen, that will guide and lead us through this whole process of of salvation to edify him on this earth, amen. Amen. And the only way we can edify him, we must live the life of Christ Jesus. We must be allow the word of God to transform us into being like Jesus. Amen. And and that's Amen. not to take away anything from God because it doesn't. Because he's not going to allow his word to come against him. And when we begin to live the word, eat the word, be the word, and allow the word to take, take control, transform us, conform to it, and not trying to get it to conform to us, then the Lord God can begin to see his son Jesus. So he don't think it's robbery, and he don't think we're trying to make ourselves or liken ourselves to being him. But he wants to see his image. Amen. And I needed to see God's image in me. I really needed to see that because I'm going to be honest with you, saints, the person that I was before I became saved, I didn't like me. And I think about it now. I, I know I would have never liked myself if I had to be introduced to me then. I wouldn't have became my friend. I wouldn't even want it to hang around with me. So that was my my cross I had to carry, and I didn't like that about me. So the now that I am the person I am now, thank you, Jesus. I, I, I really loved myself because I knew then that I really didn't like myself. The person I am today, I owe it all to God, and I really love myself. I love the fact that he edified me for somebody else. I just recently had a, a visitor in my home that stayed for two weeks, and, 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 and I share with her everything about Christ to help strengthen her because I, I really needed for her to see who God really was. And, and, she, and she, like myself, had been going to church, and she, she danced in church. 
but I don't think she really saw Christ. And she was just amazed. She said, you you do all of that? I said, yeah, and it's fun. I never thought being a Christian could be fun. I thought it was the boringest thing ever. But once I became a Christian, and I mean really became a Christian, it's so much fun and so much love. Of course, we have our battles. We're going to fight some days. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm truly happy. As a matter of fact, if anything else, I can honestly say being, being in the world is, is, is a scary thing to me. I, I wouldn't give up Christ for nothing. As a matter of fact, the things that I see to this day makes me hold on tighter to God, makes me, I don't want that because I know that will kill me. It makes me, it makes me hold on to God. It makes me, I don't want to leave because I know that God said he'll never leave us or forsake us. So we should have that same attitude and that same mentality towards him. I tell you personally for myself, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay right here with God. He can edify me as much as he likes. I don't even care. As a matter of fact, I want him to. Amen. I'm going to close up my topic with a short prayer. And and my prayer is this, and it simply says, Dear God, teach us all how to edify you truthfully with our testimony, with our hope, with our respect, with our love, unselfishly being sensitive with our words about you and about our life. Amen. 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 And and I also want to state this one thing too, Saints, and before I close out and before we get off the line tonight, I just want everybody to know that the gift won't edify the body if the body won't edify the gift. Amen. And good night, Saints, and be blessed.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.